0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our today's conversation about the Creative Society on Alatra TV UK channel. Creative Society is a worldwide project that has been launched on the platform of the Alatra international public movement and has already united millions of people from all 180 countries of the world. Creative Society is a society of a new format where human being is at the center of every process in the society, where each and every person is guaranteed freedom, equal rights and possibilities, prosperity and opportunities to constantly develop oneself as a person and as a professional. Today, we're very excited to talk about such a wonderful society and discuss how we can build it together in the shortest time possible. My name is Anne, and today we're hosting this conversation together with Olga, and she will now tell you a little bit more about the project of the Creative Society and introduce our dear guest for today.
1: Thank you, dear Anne, and hello, our friends. Currently, the Creative Society project is at the informational stage, where participants of the project and everyone who cares about the future and doing their best spread information about the creative society to every person around the globe. Such live conversations are one of the ways to make everyone aware of the a real opportunity, a real chance to make this world a better place for live in. It's my absolutely pleasure to introduce our guest for today's program, Titra Lile. Hello, Titra.
2: Hello everyone. And uh, <laughs> thank you so much for having me as uh, a part of this wonderful initiative. And I also want to thank our combined networks for um, tuning in. And I'm sure we'll have a great, insightful, value-driven conversation going ahead. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you, Tita. Tita Lele is a young software engineer, management consult, solution architect, sorry, architect, record setting OSAP, keynote speaker, peace ambassador, and multi-time world record holder. Apart from consulting corporate house in the field of software project management and team management, she also devotes time towards building a seamless web of peace ambassadors and change creators. Her uh, publications include uh, poetry anthologies, uh, scholarly Articles, she has been doing a lot of researching in various domains, and she also wears the head of an academic researcher. Yes, it's like wow, Chitra, (laughs) welcome to Alatra TV. Thank you for your accepting our invitation. Yeah, so, uh, Chitra, please tell us a bit about yourself what inspires you and drives you in life.
2: Absolutely. Uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'll share the philosophy behind my studies, profession, research work, passion and purpose. See, basically at any given point in time, I'm a software engineer and a computer science student trying to churn out new ideas for my next book project. And the very next moment, I'm an author who's trying to figure out how will my new approaches or my new theories apply to my software field or any other domain for that matter. because. All my work, be it creative, academic or professional, has one common aspect. I include spirituality. You know, the principles (laughs) of that particular domain and spirituality go hand in hand. So therefore, all my work has a universal tone. Universal universal in tone and impact. Because spirituality is something that is available to all of us. You know, it's there on our inner server. So I'm wearing all these hats uh, together. So there's no time lapse or time wastage in role switching. Mm -hmm. So there's no time lapse or time wastage in role switching. Mm -hmm. uh, My software profession and my computer studies, they keep my brains active. Whereas my passion for writing academic books, wherein I know I research a particular topic and then you come up with theories and approaches which can fill up the knowledge gaps and help people to enhance their lives in that particular aspect or or in that particular dynamic. And my purpose revolves around social uh, transformation and world peace and this role is on 24 by 7 because it keeps my inner spark ignited and my soul at the highest frequency. So basically, uh, I've—I mean, by the grace of the higher essence, I've realized early, early on in my life that you know my outer aspect as a software engineer or a computer science student is a limited aspect of my existence. What really matters or what is limitless is my inner life, the the purpose or the passion that is anchored internally in my heart hub. That is what should uh, drive any person uh, forward in life, because that is permanent in nature. Whereas your outer aspect, outer elements of your existence are li- limit li- limited, and they can they could disappear any moment from the horizon. So this is a philosophy of how I lead my life, simple philosophy. And this is what I try to help people to tap into, because all this knowledge is within you. You don't have to go out, out anywhere. I just provide the tools and resources to help people tap into this inner server the, or the inner internet. thank you so much for your answer
0: what you said resonates so much also with the idea of the creative society because exactly now that we live in this consumer format people are realizing that yeah we lack these basic human values as you said spirituality it shouldn't be something you know separated from the life of the society you know this moral Fundamentals, you know, this ethics, it should be intervened in every aspect of our life. It shouldn't be even questioned, you know, it should be something so, I don't know, <laughs> it should be something where we start from, all of us. And I want to tell our viewers a little bit more in detail about the project of Creative Society. And most important, to share a little bit about the history of how it started, because when we understand how it started, we can understand what is it exactly. And I would like to ask our technical support to show us now the video, the short video about the history of the Creative Society project.
3: This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences, and well, we talk to many people really all over the world. These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world.
0: wow it is it is a beautiful and such an inspiring video and I wanted to show you this video because when you understand the history behind it that it is not an idea of some person we don't have a leader we don't have a manager who just you know tells us what to do or tell this is right or this is wrong no everything that is done in the project of the creative society in the alatra movement comes from people themselves just regular people people, you know, and this is amazing because this shows this change, the the craving for the change that is in the society right now, because we are all so tired, so fed up with the consumer format. And we all feel that now is the time to change this consumer format to the creative one. And we all feel that we need to do this now purely by peaceful means. And we all understand, we feel that we can only do it together. And I'm very excited to ask you, Chita, the next question, which is, how do you envision the creative society, this wonderful, this
2: supportive, this perfect world? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, as they say, together, we are more uh, strong, more safe, wiser, and more empowered. And um, when you talk about creativity, it's an important aspect of your spiritual existence. It's one of the key components that can add momentum to your personal transformation journey at all levels. So apart from progressing in my own field of computer science, I I have started work in this field uh, in in terms of social transformation, because I started with my personal transformation. Now I need to share the fruits of my personal transformation with the society. So hence Mm -hmm. social transformation. And I am doing this through domains like literature, education and peacemaking. And uh, my main aim is to encourage one and all, especially young people of my age to join the bandwagon of social transformation and world peace. Because we see people mm-hmm. are talking about personal branding, but personal branding says something more than just about you. You know, it's about we. So th- mm-hmm. that's how that's how I started out with my initiatives—be it on-the-field initiatives, be it corporate campaigns, seminars, books, uh, one-on-one personal sessions, and uh, even with my associations uh, with various world peace organizations across across the globe. I've tried to help people to tap into this aspect of their life. You know, the creative aspect. The the empathy aspect, all the attributes which are there on your heart server, heart hub, empathy, compassion, creativity, mindfulness, uh, intentional focus, purpose, passion. So through various uh, workshops, through various seminars, I help people in, you know, it's very simple because people think it's uh, uh, creativity or spirituality is something that you have to go into a a high-rise mountain or retreat into a dark cave. No, you don't have to do that. One very effective technique which is available to everyone, is to nurture your inner connection, constant connection. And one way of doing it is by nurturing some aspect in terms of say an art ho- or a creative uh, activity or a hobby. Even if you devote two to three times a week or even two to, two to three hours on, on the weekend, what you do is you're, you're withdrawing yourself from the external drama and you're getting yourself into the inner-verse. And that's when you realize that we are much more than this physical uh, construct or carnal cage. There, there's some kind of an energy circuit that runs within each one of us. Externally, mm-hmm. we look different. You know, We have a different skin color, we have different hair texture, but internally, we are all the same. We run on the same mechanics of metaphysics or spirituality. And this then helps you to activate your right hemisphere or all the four n- nodes, logic, creativity, intuition, inspiration, analysis, etc, etc. So that's when you realize that you're much more than zeros and ones. You're much more than the dollars you earn. You're much more than the cars that you have lined up in your parking lot. And that's when you realize that, yes, um, my friends, Olga, ma'am, and ma'am, everybody also has a creative side. They also can come up with some creative solutions to the collective problems. It's not just about me, me, me. It's about we, we, we. That's how I try to rewire the brains of people whom I try to train and, you know, coach. And apart from this, one thing, when people realize that this competition curve that we have created over the years for us, it's nothing but doomsday. It's, you know, it's taken us towards doomsday. The only way to erase this competition curve is the, the spirit of creativity, it's the heart of life. You know, creativity in terms of everything, you know, in terms of listening. Even when I'm listening to you, I get some creative ideas. Instead of concentrating on how much I'm going to earn at the end of this month, if I concentrate on what you're saying and I work on the, that trigger that I've mm-hmm. had in my brains, that will make my life much more easier and it will remove the competition factor and introduce the factor of collective wisdom. So that's what I also try to do through my seminars on the field campaigns. And this, in turn, helps people to find a deep sense of purpose and calling within themselves. You know, when you have the anchors internally rooted within your heart hub, that's when you realize that everybody is equal. You know, you go beyond genders, stereotypes, labels, and this is what is my focus through my work, passion, research studies. Even right now, I'm doing my higher studies in computer science. So I'm not the typical student, you know, that, that the lecturer gives me 10 uh, subjects to study and I study them and then I go and uh, go out and take exam. No, I'm building some projects in the background based on the subjects wherein I'm also introduced in spiritual principles. Now, when you mm-hmm. tell people about spirituality directly, you talk about spirituality, philosophy, they don't listen to you. But if you give them a practical uh, Scenario, you you show them a practical setting and you say, okay, this is how you can solve it in a better fashion and collectively and without any competition. That's when they can relate to the aspects of uh, uh, spirituality as as a way of living, not as a philosophy of life. So that's what I'm trying to do through my work since uh, 2014 2015. I started off at a very young age when I was still doing my uh, undergrad studies and graduation (laughs) studies, and now I'm doing it on a full fledged level. Uh, across the globe yeah. yeah
1: thank you so much for sharing with your opinion yes like you mentioned in the beginning like uh, united we are powerful it's really true Un- united we can do a lot right. and it's not just about me or about and about you it's about everyone yes it's uh, we can do a lot together And you as a student uh, yourself and those well familiar with the current educational system with its good and bad sides, I would like to ask you, how do you see the educational field in the creative society? Uh, What the educational progress should be like? And should educational be free and accessible to everyone?
2: Yeah, that's a very interesting question and in my opinion, the entire educational setup should be done away with. You know, I mean, it's a waste of time. Although even I'm actually wasting my time in a certain (laughs) way, but no, but uh, 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 jokes apart. See, the current setup on a global level, it fosters competition. Again, the number one enemy of humanity and it does not foster the spirit of collaboration or coming together. You know, I mean, in, in a class of 20 or 30 students, everybody's out there to cut each other's throats so more than providing excellent on the job ready uh, ready education you know in terms of competition what happens is what what should happen actually ideally speaking that the right brain hemisphere should also be activated you know right from day one the educational setup should be not just a classroom with four walls but it should be a learning uh, lifelong learning lesson in terms of introducing spiritual principles. Now, when we talk about spiritual principles, again, you talk about creative solutions. Each child has their own way of thinking or approaching the problem. If you tell a child that one plus one is two, fine, he he will memorize it, but he will not understand the logic behind it. So if you give them that freedom to explore that logic, then their creative cells also thicken. They start uh, understanding, okay, one plus one is two, it could be also 11. You know, you could come up with a creative solution for that. Why? Because each one has some unique baggage of skills, unique personality traits, and all these aspects. If they are nurtured, cultivated, then even at that young age, students will understand that. Okay, my friend, my friend uh, Olga, she's great at drawing pictures. My friend Anne, she's great at writing poetry. I'm, I'm, I'm good at solving critical thinking problems. So you can come up with various angles to the same problem. And then since you know that we all are creatively unique, then you can also focus on the most optimum solution. So these kind of activities, outside the classroom activities, on-the-go activities, uh, like when you have on-the-job training, that same kind of principle should be applied in the classroom as well You know, to solve the problems in the natural environment. That's when students will be actually conscious co-creators rather than just uh, you know, mechanical uh, zombies coming out of the system. So this is, th- these are some aspects that I also tackle in my work, research areas, in my uh, you know, other activities which are involved uh, with world peace and social transformation, where I try to bring out the inner child, which is there, active within our, ourselves. We just don't use it. We just don't understand its logic or dynamics. So these are some of the aspects like, you know, healing the inner self is also a big uh, issue, which is generally tackled by most people at a very uh, later stage in life. This should happen in the initial stages of your life, especially when you're a student, because that's where the fear of uh, failure, competition, self-doubt comes into picture. And then these become critical problems when one goes forward in their lives especially in the workplace environment or any other setting in, in, in their lives or any other dimension of their life or aspect of their life. And that's when it causes more problems in terms of relationship building, in terms of trust and transparency. So these are some aspects and instead of calling it, educa- it an educational setup, we need to call it something like a transformative hub or a transformative lab. Because the typical subjects like history, maths, Geography, you, you can teach them at the basic level because otherwise, un- unless and un- until you do a specialized course for it, because if you want to do a profession going forward, it doesn't make sense. But these basic principles of humanity have to be included, at least in, in the form of a module or in the form of mm-hmm. on the on the go training. But this is missing all over the globe, not just uh, in uh, Asian countries or underdeveloped countries. It's also missing in, in the UK, in the US, everywhere. It's a global problem. And uh, I'm sure. Probably going forward, our initiative may come up with an educational setup, you know, like an online univ, where all these basic attributes are activated. They are there within us. We just need to reignite them.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I loved what you said about every one of us having their own unique set of skills and yes this is this is exactly what the society should be about about celebrating our differences not fighting over them not judging each other for them we should we should somehow yeah we we should benefit from this because it just makes life richer makes like our society richer it gives each of us a unique chance to learn from each other and it it just so much so wonderful and it makes our world so much wonderful and my next question is going to be actually exactly about that about about the unity. And you as a person who moved to a foreign country, and during your studies, and during your work as well, I'm sure you've encountered so many people from from different social statuses, ages, nationalities. And I want to ask you, what do you think is that one common ground that
2: unites them all, regardless of all the differences? Right. It's a very, very pertinent question. And just before our conversation, uh, we also had a mini, mini talk about balance in life, Like, you know, my surgery and everything, it happened because I went out of balance in life. So I think Mm -hmm. balance in life is one common factor that binds all of us in this seamless web of cohesion. Uh, See, right now, even if we are technology advanced, we are, you know, we are on the information highway. This, this need for balance will never change. Mm -hmm. And technology has definitely provided us with the ability to connect with one another, uh, with each other um, at so many levels. But with this association, there's one major negative aspect that also comes into play, alienation. If we don't use technology in the right way, then we are, we are you know, sort of isolated from our real life and we are placed into this bubble of virtual reality. So when we bring a degree of, certain degree of spirituality in this equation, what happens is that bubble of virtual reality does not burst rather it gets converted into hardcore reality wherein we use technology and our inner software modules to sort of strike this balance between the outer world which is driven by the matrix of information revolution and by our inner world which is uh, you know sort of activated or driven by sublime modules of empathy compassion creativity mindfulness etc so mm-hmm. this so when when we learn to balance this because in today's times, the balance is between your outer life and your inner life. And your outer life is governed by technology and your inner life is governed by your own soul. But this inner life aspect is neglected by most people. So that is where you know you find lack of integrity or lack of transparency or lack of trust. It's not that the people don't have it. People are not able to tune into those frequencies. So we need to use the advances in technology with vigilance and with a shared vision. You know, we need to understand what kind of methods we are going to use to orient ourselves to our inner lives using technology. So we need to understand when to rely on our intuition and when to rely on the external information. So we, once we understand this, we will also understand that we are much more than our carnal cages. You know, we are not like physical vessels carrying some physical organs and that's it. No, we are much more than that. You know, we, we want to become wisdom runners, not just entrepreneurs. So spiritually being... You know, aware of the fact that we are much more than this vessel, then we will be able to minimize the challenges in our lives and optimize on the opportunities that are presented by this spirit tech uh, merger. It's still in the initial phases. I'm working on certain projects related to this. Here here again, if you notice, uh, spirit tech is a big buzzword in the IT field. Here, if you notice, spirit comes before tech. So we are basically limitless spiritual beings having this limited... uh, physical, uh, physical experience driven by technology. So what is needed is this balance. So through my conversations, through my interactions, I've realized that people always talk about this balance. You know, they understand that there's this balance gap, mm-hmm. but they don't know the how. So that's where I try to you know, help them out with the, how they know the why, what, but they don't know the how. So it's all about, you know, striking a balance between your spiritual wisdom and external knowledge.
1: Thank you so much, thank you so much for all your answers, and also I want to add about education. And education should be free for everyone, you know, from, and equal for everyone and everywhere. It doesn't matter where you're from, what, what religion you are, it should be equal for everyone. And everything you have said today is exactly what the Creative Society is all about. Now uh, I would like to tell to our viewers a little bit more about this project and to what stage we need to pass to implement it. You can find full information on this project, the official website on alatrainites.com. There you can fi- also find an article that describes the eight foundation of the Creative Society and three stages that uh, we are need to achieve it. At the moment, uh, by uh, conducting such interviews with people from all, all over the world, we are implementing the first stage of building such a society, inform- informational stage. The logic is simple here. The more people will know about it, the faster it will be implemented. One of the ways to spread the word is exactly having such such live discussions as we are doing right now. And during each of such live streams, we also testing the, uh, the theory of six sh- handshakes. It's a uh, theory that uh, said that, that all people in the world. Are connected through five or less social connections. Uh, yes, and um, so Chitra, whom would uh, would you like to invite as our next guest, and uh, to learn uh, what is your or his vision of
2: the creative society is? Who will be our next guest? Yeah, you put me in a tight spot. I have a huge list, but uh, can I nominate four people? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, the first one is Devina Kaur, ma'am. Uh, she is the founder of the Sexy Brilliant uh, Revolution, which is based on radical self acceptance. Uh, the, the second person is uh, Ram Kumar. He's a, he's a young pers- a person just like myself, and he's a divergent thinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third person is uh, Ria Nair, uh, she is a perfect combination of logic and creativity. And the fourth person is uh, Ahmad El Hamsasi sir, he is a store of, storehouse of wisdom. So I'm sure all these four people with their unique personalities will you know, contribute great value to our uh, collective initiative. I, I, I definitely have a huge list, but then you know we'll have to do a, a different session for that. <laughs> oh, wonderful, thank you so much. I
1: hope we will, see, we will see them soon.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. And I had a great uh, conversation with you guys, and I'm sure we'll do great things going forward uh, you know, together in this unisive, cohesive environment. And uh, yeah, and I'm sure many people today who have joined in will also join us in you know, translating our vision into hardcore reality soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. And for our dear viewers,
0: I would just like to mention that not only just people who are nominated can join the project of the Creative Society, but of course, any person, any person at all can join us. And this is so easy to do. You just need to go to the official website of allotreunites.com, which you've already seen today. And now you're seeing it again on the screen. And just press the red bra- the red join button and you're in. Our volunteers will contact you very soon and ask you about how do you want to participate. Because, you know, there is no big or small way, there is no specific way you have to do it. Everybody just does it, you know, from the heart, from whatever you feel like doing. You can join such broadcasts as a guest. You can join as a co-host. You can join as technical support. You can join in so many different ways. Just just give us a message, write us a message and explore explore all the wonderful ways you can contribute to building a better world for everyone today. Yeah. Because creative society is... It's not a dream, it's not a utopia, it's not some idea. This, is, this has already been implemented by people all over the world. As as Chitra today say, you know, she, she's participated in it and we all are participating in it. Every human being who just remains human, who lives by the moral values, by the spiritual values, who does good, who cares about every other member in the society is already the part of the creative society. Because the creative society is just people. People who care about other people. People who want to change the world for the better for every single human being. Do it by peaceful means and do it by joining our efforts. Thank you so much, Chitra, for being with us today. Thank you, our dear viewers. And until next
2: time. God bless uh, you all. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank, thank you. you
1: so much. Thank you so
2: much. Yeah. Bye-bye.
4: It's